It's already started. The biggest media brands that dominate Google have adopted AI for content generation. And just check out this YouTube community poll where I asked you folks if you're currently using AI on your websites. 68% said yes, they're already doing it. 19% said they will be soon. And only 13% said nah, it's not for me. 13%. And you already know what category I fall in. Just check out the traffic boner that sprouted for my AI case study project. Sooner or later, everyone and their mom is going to be leveraging AI for SEO. But what will that mean for SEO professionals? If SEO turns into spamming the AI button like a madman, how will you compete? In this video, I'm going to take a deep dive into answering that question. If you're using AI, I'm going to show you how to stand out from the other AI wannabes. And if you're a human content purist, I'll show you to showcase that you're the real deal. Now, in case you're in denial and don't think that an AI content future is ahead of us, let's unpack that. What are the current major complaints about AI content? Well, the first one is that it occasionally gets facts wrong. You guys, ChatGPT has been out since November last year. GPT-4 is 40% more accurate than its oh-so-ancient predecessor, GPT-3, from a few months ago. We're in an exponential development curve. Give it a minute. Others argue that AI is not as engaging as we humans are. Check this out. I asked ChatGPT with GPT-4 mode engaged to write an engaging introduction paragraph to an article about why milk isn't the superfood we once thought it to be. Use psychological hooks, urgency, and other tools for engagement. Just look at this. Imagine the glass of cold creamy milk you've been told to gulp down since childhood, touted as the ultimate superfood brimming with essential nutrients. But what if everything you believed about milk is about to change? In a shocking turn of events, recent studies are challenging the age-old wisdom that has had us swearing by milk for decades. I don't know about you, but I can't do better than that. Okay, fine, but AI content isn't optimized for search engines. You still need to sprinkle SEO magic on AI content. Not for long. Surfer is about to release Surfer AI, a tool that will create ready-to-publish SEO-optimized content with the press of a button. AI development is moving fast, and that's because the world wants it. AI is cheaper than hiring writers. It doesn't complain or get sick. It doesn't need time off when you desperately need to publish like crazy. Plus, it's already being used in mass, and it's only going to get better. And if everyone has access to it, how are you going to win in that kind of environment? Let's dive in. And make sure to stick around to the end because the last item is the most important. But real quick, head on over to the link in the pinned comment to sign up for my free SEO training masterclass. It's 45 minutes of unreleased content going over everything I do today to get sites to the top of Google in 2023. Now back to the show. If everyone is going beast mode with AI, how will Google decide who wins? The first very important differentiating factor will be topical authority. Sure, everyone can produce great SEO optimized content and on the cheap, but do they know what content actually needs to be written? If you start randomly writing an article or two on gardening, Google will be like, I don't give a f But when you really start to cover the entire topic of gardening, how to plant, garden design, garden tools, all of it, then Google will start to think you're a topical authority on the subject of gardening. So the name of the game will be who can figure out everything that needs to be written in a given niche. This is called creating a topical map. Here's how to create one using the protein powder niche as an example. Go to answerthepublic.com, type in your topic, and get a head start with 100 or so topics. Type your keywords into Google itself and get tons of topics from the People Also Ask feature. You can use a tool like SEO Minion to download hundreds of them in a single shot. Go to the bottom of the search result and pull tons more topics by clicking around and exploring the related searches. And leverage the Google search bar's autocomplete function to get even more topics. Here's where the gold is. Look at your competitors to see what kind of topical coverage got them to the top of Google. I said this a million times before, the answer to SEO is always written on page one. How do you do that? You dig through their sitemap and do a search for your keyword. Other golden sources include Ahrefs Questions Report, as well as Google's NLP API. 
Then when you're done, remove duplicates and put your long list of results through a keyword clustering tool like KeywordCupid, which is going to organize what topics need to be written in the same articles as opposed to separate articles. Or if you want me to create a topical map for you, I'm relaunching my topical map service soon, so join the waitlist to be kept in the loop. Next up, in a world of AI apocalypse, backlinks will be a key differentiating factor over who wins. Links have always been the deciding factor. Just think about it like this. There's two grilled cheese sandwich recipe articles fighting for page one. Ingredients, bread and cheese. It's not complicated. Which one wins? The one with more links. This is the way. This is the way. When Google founder Larry Page baked PageRank into the Google algorithm, they basically married backlinks as a ranking signal. And that marriage solves all of Google's challenges, including EAT, or as we say now, EEAT, which stands for Experience, Expertise, Authority, and Trust. And it's a huge staple in Google's quality rater guidelines. Search liaison Gary Ilias has been reported to say that EAT is, quote, largely based on links. Here's a breakdown of links that I'm building in 2023. 40% of the links I'm building are guest posts, and these are coming from both in-house outreach and using vendors like authority builders. Another 30% of my links will be link insertions, getting links in existing articles that have links going to them. And I also do that in-house or outsource to authority builders. 15% of the links will come from Help a Reporter Out, Haro, which we build in-house. 10% comes from Digital PR, where we're creating newsworthy stories and outreaching to journalists. For this, I'm using Ferry and the amazing team at searchintelligence.co.uk. 3% is coming from business directory citations, which I outsource to authority builders. And the remaining 2% is from link exchanges, just answering the inbox and working out some exchanges with high-quality websites that are already reaching out to me. Speaking of EEAT, while Google currently relies on backlinks for this, I truly believe it won't be this way for long. You can see their efforts with the recent addition of this About This Author feature when you click on the three dots next to a result to learn more about the source. In a world of AI, Google's going to have to step up their game when it comes to EEAT detection if they're going to surface the best content. And when that happens, you need to be ready. In my opinion, they're going to have to look at the content itself to see signs of EEAT. When you read this guide on how to do a kickflip, does this author, John Depoian, actually seem like he can skateboard? Or if you read my article on how to learn affiliate marketing, do I actually have authority in the field of affiliate marketing? Here's how I think they're going to solve it. Google's not going to crawl all over the internet, track down that I've spoken at this many conferences, been on that many podcasts, flipped a bunch of websites, and whatever. It's too much data to keep track of. It's too expensive. How do I know that? Because they'd already be doing it right now if it weren't. I think Google is going to start reading into the content itself for signs of EEAT. In my article, did I reference my experience with managing an affiliate portfolio and whatnot? This is difficult to solve with AI, but I will say this is something we're working on secretly at Surfer. Hold on to your butt because the solution is outside the box and works like gangbusters. Next on the list is user experience, also known as UX, and website design. All things being equal, if everyone can answer each search query due to AI, which website serves up the answer the best? The name of the game here is how quick and how clear you can serve up these answers. Google's been popping up these surveys on mobile devices. After you go to a website and hit back on your browser, Google wants to know, quote, how easy was it to find what you wanted on the site? And in this day and age, easy means fast. Ain't no one got time for reading anymore? When was the last time you read a full article from start to finish without skimming? I know, right? People want their answers right away. And if you're going to compete with Bing or Bard's AI chat boxes, you need to be just as quick. This all comes down to UX. I have a video coming out on this, so make sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. The next differentiator is the most important, and that's adding a human touch to your content. AI just can't do that as of now. While AI can generate creative content to some extent, human authors have the potential to create unique and innovative content that showcases 
their individuality and imagination. The funny thing is, ChatGPT wrote that last line for me. It knows its shortcomings. Let's start with entertainment, which humanity has on lockdown. I'll never watch an AI do stand-up comedy no matter how funny it is. The fact of the matter is that it just wouldn't be funny because I can't relate to it like I do my fellow humans. Over 200 million people watch AlphaGo beat a chess grandmaster, but how many people do you think gave a rat's ass about two AIs playing each other? Scott DeLong has a pretty sweet newsletter talking about SEO and AI. He recommends creating a sense of belonging on your website. Connect humans to humans in a way that AI simply couldn't rally people together. Maybe that's a discussion forum like Reddit or a Discord channel. Now bear in mind, as of now, these touches of humanity don't matter at all. Google loves uniformity in the search results, but this will be a thing in the future. Which brings me to my next point. You're going to need to continuously pivot and prepare for new shifts in the algorithm as Google reacts to AI deployment. You need to stay up on things. And for that, I recommend subscribing for more videos just like this one.